Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam was recorded around noon, maybe, on Friday, April 14th, 2023. Uh, Joe is cool. I don't know. I like Joe. I hope you like Joe too. We'll be doing the live show at the Kennedy Center in August. We'll be doing the live show in Chicago. Uh, Kennedy Center is in Washington, D.C. We'll be doing the show in Chicago in July and maybe doing another D.C. show in June or May. Go to youmethemeverybody.com for more info on that. Here's Joe. Hey, how's it going? I'm pretty good. How are you? Tired. I'm a little sleepy. Yeah, well, for the listener at home, you're in beautiful Los Angeles and I'm in Washington, D.C. And it's it's 530? Yeah, it's 530 at night here. No, it's, well, that's the weird thing is that it's 5.30 a.m. for me and 5.30 p.m. for you. It's one of, it's that weird yeah. day that does that. Wacky times. So that's, you needed to get up at a relatively early hour to buy concert tickets. Is that correct? I mean, I, I don't want to say, like, I'm getting up super early for that. I would have gotten up anyway. What time do you usually wake up? 8, 8 a.m. usually. I'm, I'm typically up then. And then that's good. I'll roll around for a minute, you know, just kind of acclimate myself to the my skin to the air, you know. Yep, that's the thing we all do in the morning. We <laughs> acclimate our skin, our skin to the air. I wake, I wake up at eight, unplug all the tubes. <laughs> Have uh, you ever said the phrase "I acclimate my skin to the air" before today? I'll just see how that's relevant. <laughs> Or frankly, it is your business. <laughs> what a wonderful turn of phrase. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm having a nice cup of coffee. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, my, my eyes are just starting to wake up here. I'm just starting to, to get some, you know, pep in my step. That's beautiful. But you are buying concert tickets this morning. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I, I, uh, limited amount of tickets to go see the Hives at the Troubadour. So teeny little room show. For the Hives, I was excited. That's fun. Do you like the is the Troubadour like how tiny is tiny? Uh, it's not like as tiny as like uh, let's say um, my apartment or <laughs> sure. It's sure, like sure. A, I don't know, you know, a, a few hundred. Okay. Uh, and you capacity. think it's gonna sell out instantly? Yeah, probably so. Okay. What, how often are you going to concerts? Or shows less less than less than I tip you know I used to be as I as I slow down I age and I also think COVID slowed me down um, yeah. just not not me getting it very recently but just like in general like yeah do I want to am I risking it for you know some band I don't really care that much about and I know yeah. that's horrible to say no it's not <laughs> but hey no, I don't I, I I feel bad for bands it's hard for them sure. There's a, like, they're not making any money. They don't they don't sell records anymore. There's no where's the money? What are they? They're all screwed. It sucks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, none of, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on the you're on the Live Nation side. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Big Live Nation guy. You're Actually, on. You're the Spotify Live Nation guy. Okay. When it comes to DC music, I prefer Live Nation over IMP any day. Well, listen. I do, I think that's a that's a rare. Stamps, isn't it? 
it is a rare stance, but I'm just not a fan of uh, not paying sex workers is all, or trying to proposition people that aren't sex workers into sex work. That's Wait, all. that was a double negative. You're not a fan of not. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure I got the, it correct. <laughs> so also, I don't, I'm, I, once I had one kid, I was like, ah, I don't care. And now that I have two with the COVID of it all, I'm like, I really don't care. Because it's a babysitter situation. Yeah. It's just too yeah, much. Yeah. Well, so, the, much yeah, like, so, like, go to, would you do, would you do a, um, uh, the, the hologram, the, the hologram show? <laughs> I did see Share. That's sort of a hologram show. That's a, that's actually about the, right on the, the, the Uncanny Valley line there. Yeah. That's like. It was great. Uh, played like. 90 minute set, but they don't reveal her face until like minute 80. And then once they actually show her on the big screen, everyone's like, yeah, it's real. That's great. great. That's, that's like, uh, I've seen, there's a, who did that? I, I saw, um, uh, George Clinton. It, it wasn't quite that long in, but it's like they, mm-hmm. they really played a long time before he came out. Uh, you know, Cher's out the whole time. She's performing, but there's no. Oh, okay. It's just with her back to the audience, like she's, um, uh, the guy from Tool. <laughs> Yeah, it's her and Maynard are, speaking of sex, <laughs> Cher and Maynard, and yeah. she did, no, no, there's two giant, this is at the casino, the MGM casino near D.C., and they have, like, the two giant screens next to the stage, you know, and usually if it's any other artist, it's their mug on those screens, the majority of the show, but not for Cher. It's mostly Why video packages like, wide. I don't know, cause she looked great, too. It wasn't, that's. That feels weird. weird. Like, I feel like the people want to see her. That seems unusual. That's the whole point. They know what they're yeah. doing. <laughs> that's, that's wild. I saw that. So, I don't know. Decent, to review decent it show? It was like a company outing, and it was, I don't think you can improve it. I mean, it's a 50-plus year industry vet who knows exactly what to do with a minimal effort. It couldn't be better. Yeah, she's, there's, there's, you know, there's no way around it. Sure, it's a pro. So, uh, I'm at that point where I'm like, ah, are you as good as Cher? Because you're probably not. I don't want to go. I mean, you know, is there, do you think there is an act um, uh, of a, where the entertainer or band or whoever is under uh, 40, let's say, where do you think they're at pro level, share pro level? There's probably like four. Like Beyonce, okay. Bad Bunny. Taylor Swift. Bad, I don't really know Bad Bunny. What's Bad Bunny's deal? I'd like to see Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is the only artist that was able to play DC twice last year, and like the two, the two smaller, smaller than a football stadium, but he sold out Nats Park like instantly, and where the Wizards play. Damn! Okay. I want to go to that show. I want to go to that show. That's going to be a fun show. And he's like thirty, maybe. You know, here's this is it's so sad. My my only impression of Bad Bunny is that I I saw him. He was in the movie uh, Bullet Train. Oh, that's fun. And I, I didn't, I didn't like the movie, so I had, a, I had a bad impression of Bad Bunny. Uh, he was great. <laughs> I, I, last, at two Russell, three WrestleManias ago. Okay. He was so awesome. he's, he's a, he's a uh, multi-hyphenate wrestler, pop star, actor. Yeah, and he actually brought one of the belts when he did SNL, and he sang one of his ballads while holding the belt. Wait, wait, wait! Holding wasn't wearing the belt. It was a 24-7 belt. He was just holding it, like, on his lap. Um, I, I, you know what I like to see is when the guys wear the belt. They, you don't see it a ton, but wearing the belt's fun. 
What if has anyone made novelty pants to have the belt work as a real belt, as in like through loops? There's wait, it's like are you describing it like it's a belt? Yeah, or like it's the championship part of the belt using it as a belt, like using it as a I proper mean, belt. Has anyone done that? Oh, so you, it would it would require Special custom pants. pants with gigantic belt loops. Yeah, that would look great. <laughs> That's a really like I'm surprised a wrestler hasn't gotten that made. That's a funny bit. I would like to see that. Someone would have to help them in and out because the snap like that belt the stuff is on the back, so someone would have to secure it. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. Either way. This one of the one of the wrestling belts should have a buckle on the front. It's about time. yeah. Well, Cody kind of does that with his weight belt, but that, that's what know. like Hulk Hogan used to do, right? Exactly. That's not. I don't care about that. Get out of here. Well, I think that would be a great move. And if any pro wrestlers are listening, um, get the custom pants made with gigantic belt loops. It's it's a great look on the way in, and if you lose the belt. Oh, it's 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 hilarious. You know if what you, it kind of reminds me of is a is a wonderful pantsuit that like when Beyonce did her her pregnancy reveal at the VMAs like I don't know twelve years ago now, that kind of look it would look like that but just with belt hooks. Does that make sense? With a I, I guess I'm not I'm not really sure the I reference, just think it, but it would look very fashionable is all. Like I could actually see Bad Bunny doing this and it would not look silly. Or if it, it would look intentionally perfectly silly, it could look good. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's self aware and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm all for it. If Bad Bunny is out there, I'd, I'd tell him I'm sorry. I, I maybe judged him because I didn't really like that movie, but um, you know, I'm I'm all for him. I'm 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 100 percent behind the guy now. I saw Hold Steady is the last like in a rock club show not too long ago, and how's that? I, I've, it's fine. I've got to the realization. I only want to be at like one of three type of shows. I want to be at a giant festival where I get to see a bunch of friends and it's preferably outside. Or I want to be at a small club show, like a hundred people or something like that for a band. Most people have never heard of, or I want to be at a giant like production show in an arena or a casino or something like that. You know what I mean? What? I feel like you've named every kind of show. What else is there? No, no, no. I think the majority of shows are like 1200 people, a thousand people, like at a metro. Small, in small theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want okay. that. I, don't I, want, I want all the bells and whistles in an arena, or I want it super intimate with somebody probably no one's heard of that's like trying still that isn't on a nostalgia tour. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I, um, I think I, I'm in the same boat. Except I can, I can erase uh, festival. I don't need to do that ever again. Ah, maybe it's because the way we do pitchfork is like a family thing now. I get to see a bunch of people. Okay. I wouldn't, I don't have to make plans to see them outside of the festival because I see them I, the yeah, no, some, no, yeah. If you have festival friends then I get it, you know, it's more like going to a ball game with like 10 people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that makes sense. I just, I don't, I've not had that experience at a festival and I'm, yeah. I feel so, um, uh, tired when I go to one, you know, oh, yeah, hydrating well, like, and sunblock and whatnot. We're not usually arriving until like three or four, and usually leaving by like eight. So, do you like how much are you enjoying the music, like the performances at the fest? I saw every second of Low at last year's Pitchfork, and I oh, loved every wow. second of it. 
And that's gotta be good. Yeah. I saw like a half hour of Mitski and I couldn't, I couldn't have been more bored. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, so was it like in the really day, like in broad daylight? Like, you know, yeah. Well, I saw spiritualized in broad daylight and it was fantastic. So it's not a day versus night thing either. Mitski was the headliner, but I'm, all I'm saying is I will give every act a chance as long as it takes. Mm-hmm. To me, like, oh, no. it, it, it's, it, sometimes you can catch a surprise, like, oh, that was an amazing set by a band or somebody that surprised me. But then sometimes it's just, like, checklist. Like, okay, I've oh, seen, yeah. I've seen, like, Black Sabbath and, like, uh, uh, Neil Young and whatever just because of going to festivals. It's like, Did all right, and I got those. Yeah, I saw them at, at um, uh, one of the Lama Paloozas in Chicago. Oh, really? How was that? It was, uh, good. You know, it's, it was. Did they have the? They're, they're old, you know. But it was, was it the it, original lineup, or was it the dude from Rage on drums? Yeah, it was a different drummer. Got it. How was Neil Young? Uh, fantastic. And this Where is way. This is like twenty years ago. I saw him at like Bon in like oh four or five or something. See, that to me is insane. Going to travel and do like in a camping out thing. I can't imagine doing that. I was, I, listen, I was 18 and I loved drugs. <laughs> so what Number are you going to do? Drug, go. Uh, well, these days, folks. Yeah, these days. Uh, <laughs> you know, these days I just get high on creativity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't done like real drugs and I can't remember how long. It's, uh, it's, I'm, my, my old body was just like, nope, forget it. It's not into it anymore. It, it rejects yeah. it. Um, little, uh, I, I cut my little gummy edibles in half so I don't get too, <laughs> uh, too high at night. And that's about it. So you went from like, oh, I never do drugs. I just, I just take edibles every single night. But to every, every single night and in the day and, uh, no, I, it's not, <laughs> it's not that often at all. It's like sometimes at nighttime I do a little teeny bit to help me go to bed. That's about it. I'm not judging. I'm just repeating what you said with <laughs> laughter. <laughs> that feels like inherently like a judge, but that's okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how often am I supposed to watch, like... you know, fact or fiction beyond belief at nighttime? <laughs> I need that little teeny bit. I need a little boost. Uh, you have a show coming up in what two weeks? Um, yes. Do you still like doing it? Uh, yeah, it's like, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's hard to like, like, I don't like promoting shows. Yeah. If completely. I didn't have to do any of that, it'd be all the most fun thing in the world. It just stresses me out to like promote things and to be mm-hmm. like, uh, an advertiser guy. We had a dance party in DC uh, a few days ago on Saturday and it sold out in the morning before it. So we didn't have to like do the last minute push or whatever. But yeah. even still, I was like, oh, this is still stressful, even though it's sold out. Even though How, the thing okay, I don't like doing is like taking off the table. So you just don't like doing stuff? No, I love doing stuff. That's the whole thing. Like, I, I love it so much, but I'm just, I'm so ingrained about worrying about draw. And then I don't know why I do it. You know what I mean? I guess so. I mean, I'm I, like, if if it ended up being like I had a guarantee that the room would be full 
You know what I mean? If I had sure whatever level of like clout or fame or whatever, it was like every time you do a show, your room's full. I would be living so stress free. It would just be I'd be floating everywhere I go. I don't have yeah, to think, think about that. any of that stuff. Yeah, maybe it was just so foreign to me. <laughs> I was still like worried that something was gonna go wrong. Did you think it was like a prank that they bought all the tickets? To fuck with you? No, because we don't get a cut of the bar, so I can care less if, like, no one shows up and we sold all the tickets because we did our job. But I don't know what it is. Like, uh, yeah, I, I feel the exact same way where if it was – I knew every night whatever I was doing was full, I'd be happy. What's the what's the saddest turnout you've ever gotten for a show? Zero. But is is it sad? I mean, like, zero can sometimes just happen. Has it ever been, like – we had one guy and then he died. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of how it could be sadder, I guess, but yeah. Do you remember when CJ had that Second City? Like, not when you get when they get weren't doing your show. It was before you were the co-host of the Late Live Show. Uh huh. And CJ had like a window where they weren't doing the Late Live Show, but they had to like fill the room. Oh, was it the show that he did the Halloween show? Everybody's haunted. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, like, he was trying to fill those weeks that we were supposed to do one, and there was literally zero tickets. They're like, well, it's canceled, obviously. <laughs> so I yeah, wasn't my show, but, do? but I was on the show. Not do the show. There was no show. Yeah, exactly. I did one, I was, did, had a show at the hideout, uh, back in Chicago, and, um, there was just one, like, eight-year-old with a hockey stick, just smacking a ball around the room. And that was it. <laughs> and we're just like, well, how, who, who brought it? Did he come here alone? I don't, how's it, what's he doing? Who's this and it, was, and it was, it was, it was just a one child and that was it. And we didn't obviously do the show, but it was a real eye opening about the importance of promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Finding your target audience. What if it is that one kid? I, I'll, I'll put out the, the searchlight. If you're the one kid that was hitting a ball around in the hideout showroom, uh, with a hockey stick. What year? Hit me up. Well, you, you get free tickets to any, any, uh, of my shows for the rest of mine or your life. <laughs> the times have been, uh, 20, or 2010-ish in the ballpark. Okay. Yeah. You know who that kid was? He grew up to be. Joe Bad Biden. Bad Bunny. That could have been. Does the age line up? How old? Uh, He's closer than Joe Biden. <laughs> no, did I did I get the age wrong on Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> did I overshoot it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what do you think? What's hey? What do you think about ISIS? <laughs> <laughs> Is that no, the same question, right? <laughs> is that, can you imagine someone asking you what, what do you think about ISIS for real? You know what? I can't because there used to be a metal band that I saw. Okay, there you go. So well, yeah, what do you think about ISIS? Honestly, really good. Big fan. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, you, uh, we, you heard it here. Uh, Brandon Weatherby loves ISIS. It's a yeah. it's a fact. I was I was watching um, like when sometimes when I just get I need like a spark of creativity. I'll watch uh, Sebastian Maniscalco clips. Um, and it's 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 just good for the soul. It's good for 
you know, creativity. I think it's good uh, to just watch a master at work. Uh, and he did a joke where he's doing a joke about like going to a, uh, like a party or someone's house and they ask you to take your shoes off. Uh, and how he, he does not like this. <laughs> this is not for him, the taking your shoes off when you enter someone's home. But then okay. he's, he's like, he, the part of the joke is that he's trying to be like, I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation here with a guy who's got no shoes on. You know, he's kind of, he sounds a little bit like Dice, but, uh, and, and then he's like, this guy over here, he's trying to have a serious conversation with me. He goes, oh, what do you think about ISIS? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> that's not a good conversation. That's not a serious conversation. It goes nowhere. Me? Everyone would just say, I've, I've no, I don't, I don't, I don't like, who has a varying opinion about ISIS? <laughs> it's either... It's either I I don't like them or I'm in ISIS. It would be the I'm in, baby. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going since being in ISIS? Is it a what party? Was it a recruitment party? Was it an ISIS? Yeah, no, this is. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was a. uh, Yeah, it was like a uh, like a Tupperware party, but for ISIS. uh, You know. They they is try that, to sell you like some is like that some how whatever. You guys advertise your butt shows. It's a recruitment party for <laughs> That's what it says on the poster, and they 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 took that down. Uh, they you they said you're not allowed to say it's like a Tupperware party, but for ISIS. Um, no, no, no. It's, it's not, not because not of like, like any is. implication. No, 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 no. It no, is. No, stop yeah. It is a Tupperware party for ISIS. It's not like. It is. <laughs> well, they they said legally that was the problem is the, the copyright on ISIS. They they're very on litigious. Of, so it, on, wait, it wasn't on Tupperware. It was on ISIS. That was the copyright. It, it was it was ISIS. They were they were the ones that were you know pretty uptight about it. But Tupperware Tupperware I don't think they're that plugged in. I don't think they're that hip. Or they're just like all press is good press. You know yeah Tupperware is like listen as long as they're putting half of a sandwich in a little plastic box. Is that like is that the motto? That's the Tupperware motto that they say all the time. Hey, I don't I don't give a fuck who who you are as long as you're putting half your sandwich in my little plastic box. We're all good. I I wish more mottos had four letter words in them. And and thank you yeah, Tupperware sh- for doing that. Tupperware it was it was bold for them to say I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> And then, now, cool. now people are boycotting Tupperware because of their uh, progressive uh, ideology. <laughs> so. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun thing to be true. Did you did you boycott uh, Budweiser uh, like me? Okay, what is it? What happened? Budweiser hired a uh, trans woman to do promo for them on Instagram. I want to say. Okay. And that that really upset Kid Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that that just really was a was a real bee in his bonnet uh, that that happened, and and then um, uh, I don't know. He shot a bunch of beer with a gun, and that's what happened after that. Did you ever read any of those? We tried to live like the Rock pieces, so they're like mm. they'll diet like the Rock and exercise like the Rock for a week, and they're like, oh, it was hard. Did you ever read any of those? <laughs> no shit, it was hard, huh? Uh, no, I don't think like I ever you, did read one of those, really but I think I get like it. Fish. Yeah, anyways, I've always wanted to do that just because I think it'd be a delight. But um, I wanted to see if anyone's able to do that, but with Kid Rock. 
living like Kid Rock for a week? For one week. Like, what is this life? What do you do all day? Do you um, drive I mean, like I'm, a track, like a four by four? What is this? He he owns a nightclub in Nashville. So you just, okay, you just go to a nightclub every night. Is that what you do? So I think he's he's, he's probably just like hanging out at his, his uh, you know venue and slash nightclub whatever. All right. Um, and just uh, you know, getting riled up about you know uh, people expressing themselves or something. I gotta get more. Riled he seems like a very. He he seems like an easy to rile guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know any Riley? No. Uh, like, do you mean someone with the name Riley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I haven't talked to good, I haven't talked name. to a Riley in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I do know some Rileys, yes. Yeah, I like that name. My <laughs> friend named his kid that. That's uh that that would be that's a good that's a good interview question in general. I think you should keep that one in the back pocket just with anybody. You guys like, know, hey, anybody you know anyone named that? Riley? Yeah. You know, always always Riley. Just like, hey, what's oh, Riley? Do you know anyone named Riley? And then they're like, Yeah, they're like, That's a good name. That's yeah. it. I just interview like over. appreciate good names. Ask the Dalai Lama. You saw him. He he made a kid suck his tongue. Excuse me. You see that that was in the news. The Dalai Lama asked a little kid to suck his tongue. And, Is that uh, why you were? Oh, that's why my friend t- sent me a message about the Dalai Lama. <laughs> I didn't follow up. <laughs> I Keeping up with with the news cycle is really it's exhausting. Every uh, week we he, get a whole. He, we didn't start the fire, he, you know. He texted me. Who knew Dalai Lama was such a big Chili Pep fan? And now that yeah, there you go. The the old suck my kiss. There we go. Uh, so yeah. Dalai Lama apparently kind of a weirdo. What? I don't know. Hey, have you, you met any weirdos? Have you met any weirdos that don't predominantly wear robes? I don't know what that. Have I met weirdos that don't wear robes? Yeah, they have a strict no robe policy. I, I don't know. I don't know anyone that has a strict no robes policy. <laughs> I think there's something to enjoy for everyone out there with a robe. That's true. That's the really the true. openness, the sometimes the, the the softness or the the absorbency of the robe after the bath or pool. <laughs> so you're saying you don't like a good abrasive robe. Of course, I don't want an what? Who? What, nobody wants that. Uh, could I send you a photo of? Uh, I'm staying outside of a store. I'm going to send you a photo. Is that okay with you? I have to have consent first. What is it a photo of? <laughs> Somebody tagged a wall. And it just made me smile, and I think the Dalai Lama went like this. I don't know why. It- I don't know why. <laughs> Is it what? You're gonna to have to listen. We're doing a we're doing an audio program right now. You're gonna to have to describe <laughs> what it is. No, no, you could do that. <laughs> All right. Are you are you what texting me? Sent it. Yep. All right. Hang on. I'll um, let me apologize to the thing. listeners here while I open a text, and it says, "Come on, what you you, you set me up to have to say that." <laughs> 
Someone's going to edit this out of context. There's nothing shameful about that, number one. Number two, I didn't write it. I just, it made me smile and laugh. You're such a little boy. It says... (laughs) You, Me, Them, Everybody is produced by me, Brandon Weatherby. We've been doing this since 2008. This is year 15. We have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at youmethemeverybody.com and in this podcast description. The most recent year of shows is available in iTunes and Spotify. The first 15 years, all 15 years, all 900 plus episodes are available at youmethemeverybody.com. Follow us on all the social media handles you could think of. It's at sign Y-M-T-E. Our art is by Jillian Ron, and our music is by Daniel Knox. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping, friends and family I'll be 